Hello and welcome to Shachle. I'm Fiona McCardle. As she Fiona McCardle mish. As bevaliam golta kashu gusakle shachle. Ellen uns taivananen. Art in the House of Mananen. An exhibition of the work of David Fletcher. Searle and Forgelet. An open studio with a new collection launch plus artworks on display in the Artreach studio in Peel. As Lern Forgelet and Eracht and Heritage Open Days, this weekend and next, a reminder to check through a wide range of opportunities. Although Manx Litfest 2022 came to an end last Sunday, there's still the opportunity to follow the Isle of Man Poetry Society's Poetry Trail, with its 20 poems on bright yellow posters at a variety of locations, in Ramsey, Douglas and Port Erin this year. The Poetry Trail continues until the 28th of October. This is a poem by Howard Kane, which you can read in Spill the Beans in Douglas. Too much choice. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Just where should this short poem go? And how on earth does one decide? Just flip a coin and see which side? Or put the words into a roller, shake them out like a tombola. Leave the shape to fate and hope, a lexicon, kaleidoscope. Or, dip, 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 and my blue ship, which sails on lines, which weave and whip into a froth of verbal foam, before they wander off and roam both far and wide and long and short. But then the poem comes to naught. Or, one potato, two potato, three potato, four, is this the way to make up your favourite ode or snappy ditty, hot pot words or chipper witty? There's too much choice. I don't know how. I've no more words. So I'll stop now. And this by Annie Kizak, and can be seen in the Bridge Bookshop in Port Erin. Break in the weather. We were lulled into summer, left coats to slump in stairwells, slipped out serene in sun cream, and all was good. Until, for three nights, a sideways wind crept down and shook the borders loose. The summer, was that it? Sycamore leaves lie solitary on a chastened lawn. They've gone brown too soon, folded in on themselves like the leather gardening gloves we found below that bush last week. Worn gloves, shaped to the hard hands of old men whose fingers sifted soil and weather. How they would have grasped these fine days and held on to them. But you can't do that. You just can't. Howard Kane and Annie Kizak with two poems from the Isle of Man Poetry Society's 2022 Poetry Trail, which you can follow now until the 28th of October. Dinsi David Fletcher et Colesh Riol Ellen as Hure came on Snaky Jeg Jayas Tree Feed. Vos Snaky Jeg Shach Jagas Tree Feed. Vain Elidielach J. Corson Ellen Ascoma, et Colesh Ellen Vannan Mervi on Snale and Shen. Vashen and Starta Egger, Rish Unvlenas Feed, Trevi Govracha, Merish Norman Sail, Asvad Grenicha Askinsica, Ellen Erin Egger. Vain Ellen Er de Meyer Enyan, yes, Cosne Aundrun, Astana Jolloen Egger, Ons Gileman, Teach As Privejach. 
Va David Fletcher na Alta, J Kunsail Ellen and Vannen. As na Christchelach, J Erach da Junach Vannen, yes. Log Chingas Liaur, Hura Bess, ons Tylius Noble, ons Feed Keed as Hart. An exhibition of the paintings of artist and art educator, the late David Fletcher, curated by Manx National Heritage and David's wife, Eileen Scheer, is now on at the House of Manannan in Peel, and will run there through to the 26th of February. It was officially opened last Sunday afternoon by David Martin and Muse Charles Gard, MBE. As Vice-Chairman of the Manx Museum and National Trust and as someone who knew the artist, it's my pleasure and privilege on behalf of the trustees and staff of Manx National Heritage and our co-curator, Eileen, to welcome you today to the opening of this exhibition, Paintings, which celebrates David Fletcher's work. I first met him not long after I moved back to the island from Liverpool in the late 1980s. It was clear from the moment you met him, he was passionate. In fact, probably I'd driven would be a better description. Those who teach, of course, educate, passing on facts and techniques, but good ones also open students' eyes, set examples and inspire. And Dave did all that in spades and much more. Apart from his teaching, there's Another aspect, though, which is quite hard to capture in an exhibition, and that's the way that De Fletcher's passion reached far beyond his students and those who actually saw his work. I guess nowadays it's what we would probably term outreach. In the early 1980s, he was a founding member of Arts in Man and is credited with the idea behind the travelling gallery bus, which toured the island for a number of years. He served on the Alaman Arts Council for nearly 10 years, during which time he initiated the loan collection, from which are loaned out island-wide to public and government buildings, from schools to the hospital and the prison. Ripples in the pond, spreading his influence. MNH is a charity whose mission statement is, forgive me for quoting, to take a lead in protecting, conserving, making available and celebrating the island's natural and cultural heritage for current and future generations. To many, that's seen as, say, the castles or Laxey Wheel or the Calf, but MNH is also custodian of the National Art Collection, which De Fletcher helped develop and championing contemporary art, especially during his service as an MNH trustee in the mid-1990s. And the gallery here at the House of Manannan has helped with that, hosting exhibitions like this and work by the likes of the Creative Network. We're very grateful to those who have loaned work for this exhibition, but we're especially grateful to Eileen, who's assisted in so many ways. Thank you. Dave Fletcher was not just a painter, but one with passion, persistence and vision. And Charles will now tell us a little more of Dave's work. Dave was an extremely well-known figure in the art world here on the Isle of Man and was, uh, as the other Dave has said, extraordinarily energetic and committed to the, mem- to the many projects that he was involved in, many of which he initiated himself. I had the pleasure of knowing Dave and of working with him on the Isle of Man Arts Council for a short period. It was a pleasure to work with Dave though, who was always brimming with ideas and enthusiasm, and we can look back now and see the tangible results of what he achieved. He had a firm belief 
in the value of painting to the community. And much of the work he did outside of his teaching was directed at making art more accessible. He was born in Liverpool in 1948 and eventually ended up at the Warrington School of Art, the Liverpool College of Art, and finally the prestigious Royal College of Art in London from where he got his MA. He went on to teaching and in 1975 he applied for a job here on the island, though at the time he hadn't realised that in fact his great-grandfather was a Manxman, a Taggart from Maloo. Dave spent a year teaching at Balakameen and then moved on to the Isle of Man College where he was course leader for the Art and Design Foundation course and he stayed there for 21 years. It was his energy that I remember. Teaching full-time is exhausting enough, but he still had the energy to be continuously creative, coming up with ideas, not just talking about them, but getting on and doing them. He was, as we heard, a founder member and a trustee of Arts in Man, a group of resident artists who contributed to the encouragement of art in the island. He spent eight years as a member of the Isle of Man Arts Council, and this is where he really made things happen. He was the visual arts representative on the council and one of his lasting legacies was the establishment of the Arts Council Loan Scheme. And he was the scheme's curator and with the influential, influential support of Arts Council colleague Sir David Wilson, Dave and his wife Eileen scoured the UK and beyond to bring together prints, paintings and photographs to create a collection which was loaned out to local schools, to libraries, hospitals, the prison and other public buildings. The more than 300 works include pieces by Anthony Gormley, Damien Hurst, Picasso, Elizabeth Frink and David Hockney, as well as Manx artists such as Brian Neal, Michael Sandel and Chris Killip. He was always trying to get the art out to the people and to this end, he came up with the brilliant idea of a travelling art gallery and an Isle of Man transport double-decker was bought for £400 and converted into a gallery which would turn up at festivals and visit the island's towns with a continuous display of art inside it. Of course, what was really needed was a permanent contemporary art space. Being considered amongst others was the vast area above the Strand's shopping centre. It was even considered that the public lavatories on either side of the Villa Marina Arcade might be converted into an art space. Eventually, though, the Courtyard Gallery was established, which morphed eventually into the Sale Gallery in Douglas, of which Dave was patron. As Sue Woolley has pointed out in her excellent summary of Dave's life and work, which is part of the digital new Manx Worthies, which will be going up on Culture Vannon's website, Dave had considerable recognition as an artist in his own right. He exhibited twice in the National Portrait Gallery Portrait Awards and was a prize winner there in 1983. He won the Standard Offshore Bank competition in 2002 and was overall winner of the Singer and Friedlander competition in 2003. One of his larger works, Man Resting with His Prejudices, was accepted for the John Moores exhibition in Liverpool and was subsequently purchased by Sir John Moores himself. He has paintings in the Public Catalogue Foundation collection, which is created in partnership with the BBC Online. And of course, many of his paintings are held in public and private collections. 
Dave was very much into spirituality and he had a long life interest in Eastern philosophy, meditation, poetry and art and that's still evident today if you go to Eileen's house and see their book collection. Now art is a very personal thing and its appreciation and interpretation is also very personal and I have in fact been warned off trying to analyse Dave's work by his wife and fellow artist Eileen, who quite rightly said that we will all make our own individual assessments of it. However, I will give you some thoughts from a great friend and colleague of Dave's, someone whom he respected and who had great respect for him, Norman Sale. They taught together, they exhibited together, and to finish, I'll just quote what Norman had to say about Dave. His approach to his art is absolutely uncompromising. He will not be diverted from his vision by considerations of popularity, accessibility, status or commercial gain. This vision is intensely personal and idiosyncratic. I can't readily think of any label which could describe David Fletcher's work. The nearest I can manage is psychological and mystical. It is an exceptionally complicated creative process. And with those thoughts, I am delighted to declare this much-anticipated exhibition open. There we heard David Martin and Ms. Charles Gard, the official opening of the exhibition of the paintings of David Fletcher last Sunday at the House of Mananan in Peel. By David Fletcher and Insider Ellen Hamas na Ellen Air, as René Kuna lesh crew and course, vec college Ellen Vanen de Rau, te vlege nish, mar course came et college oluskol Ellen Vanen. Bol Ellis and Ellen, ta keen on de shilochen se, Hamas de slyeset, de hit de ve kangeldrish Ellen. Red ta strai de chirlinen regeden, carneblina exerlinen artreach, on spurre william, on spurtne hinge. Tanaserlinen artreach, le boar ta goil arn on sjibinus de ellen erin, red ta tashpina as crick nanoba. Hamas ker keen de slai je uliushiloch arne goil on sober ellen. Artreach Studios in Mill Road Peel provides a studio and working space for mixed-media artists Colette Gamble and Kate Jerry for their ceramic Ace-She studio. We're here in the Artreach Studios in Mill Road in Peel. Now, Kate Jerry, this is a great focus for a lot of work, a lot of initiatives in art, but there's going to be a particular showcase of something coming up this weekend. We have um, a studio opening event on the 2nd of October, Sunday, and between 2 and 5 o'clock we are opening up the showroom. Uh, The gallery, other areas of the gallery will also be open, but it's primarily um, sort of launching new collections. We have uh, three different operations here. One of them is Art Reach Studios, where we have the workshops. Um, we have AOC, which is the ceramic element of the business. And we also have the gallery Isle Contemporary, which is the not-for-profit. 
and it's going to be a showcase particularly of the A-She aspect of your work. Thad is the business name or that we fall under as a collaborative. Myself and Colette Gamble make the work together. When we first started working together, uh, we actually um, had a studio out in Pinewood and um, it, at the time it was sort of a really lovely escape um, from the other elements of what we do and it was just our little kind of private space and it, it, it fell in very well really with the description for AOC. Basically, it's a, it's a supernatural place, and it is um, it has Celtic origins, um, so Scotland, Ireland, and the Isle of Man, and it basically means it's a place, it's a supernatural place, which is hard to get to, so you have to climb climb over mountains, through rivers, and and uh, so it, it's kind of when you actually get there, it's uh, this this sort of fairy land, if you like, um, supernatural, yeah. So it kind of fitted in with that element. Of it was the place to escape to and you create magic in that mm. studio. And you're doing that, in, in, in fact, in a way with part of the landscape and forming it into something different. So there is something that's... Uh, when you work with clay in particular, there's something very close because you're actually yeah, transforming the earth into something usable or... Uh, not necessarily usable but non-functional as well. Mm. The open day will be an opportunity for people to see the range of work in the Aishi and also to, to buy some of it. We do have a, so we obviously have our older collection, so we, what we basically have is we have updates on our popular collections and we have new collection launch, uh, one of them, we have another one that's closer to Christmas um, and definitely everything will be for sale pretty much everything <laughs> sometimes you feel like holding things back but after you've been working on them and something that's given you a particular pleasure is where do you get your clay from uh, we do get it from the UK um, I have collected it from locally but uh, we ch tend to fire up to stoneware you have to go very very deep um, to, to dig that kind of clay up um, but the Manx clay is absolutely stunning um, but it, it does fire to earthenware so slightly lower temperatures I have got some pieces um, and I have some other things that are sort of yeah it's taking a bit of time because we have to process all of that clay get all the lumpy stones out and things that yeah that might go pop in the kiln <laughs> <laughs> Kate Cherry of the HC Studio at the Artreach Studios in Millroad Peel. HC will be holding an open studio this Sunday between 2 o'clock and 5 o'clock. Rish Kust of Linton, Erich Erich, ta Erich da Schunach Vanen, er Novracha, Merish Persunen Erlie, thus Merish Komanen. Carforsla Elerian Hin, Astraela de Cain de Sly, Tagiri Fellen Machnus Mu, Macown and Ellen Asaheracht. Tashe Tachatanus died Errola Melina. There's a whole series of heritage open days which go to make up the largest heritage event in the island's calendar. And you can hear a little about the heritage open days from Kirsty Neat. Head of Professional Services at Manx National Heritage.
I work for Manx National Heritage and we basically coordinate with the community a number of uh, events which enable our public to go behind the scenes, to meet volunteers, to meet people with a particular passion for history, and to get into spaces and places that perhaps they wouldn't normally be able to get to. Manx National Heritage Act as a sort of conduit for all these fantastic activities. Um, we pull the programme together with our heritage partners out there in the community and um, a lot of the admin stuff goes on behind the scenes at Manx National Heritage. I think this is the 12th year that the festival has run and the enthusiasm is as, as large as ever. So each year we try and think of different things for people to do and we're always really open to suggestions um, you know because we don't have all the answers here so it's quite nice working with uh, lots of different partners out there in the community to come up with new ideas to keep the program fresh but to appeal to a diverse audience as well. If you look at the programme, there are some fantastic tours. Um, our archaeologist is doing a great tour up in the north about Viking burials. Um, we, we do include the, the sort of traditional um, tours and, and guides as well, but heritage can be something that happened yesterday. Um, it's, it's just about revealing what's on your doorstep and rediscovering that place that you live in um, and rediscovering your passion for the place that you live in. A lot of the people that we're working with are volunteers and it's important to them to know about the places that they live in. And I think, you know, inside us all, we do have a sort of hunger and a passion to know where we've come from or how the place that we live in has evolved. Um, and I think sometimes, actually, it's quite a relief to um, escape the sort of serious things in life and have that other that extra layer of of inspiration by going for a walk in a glen with an expert pointing out you know mushrooms and trees and things the simple things in life which is which surround us and I actually think that's as important um to to, to sort of make your life richer in a way um I'm going on the culture van in folklore tour of uh, I think it's in Lazare this year and although you know I've read a lot about folklore in my role here at the Manx Museum I am really looking forward to someone else guiding me and telling me things um, new things and exploring new places um, and it, it's just a little bit of refresh restart recharge before those winter months come in just looking at the program I think we've got over 80 events all across the island, from north to south, east to west. There's such a variety, and there's so much knowledge out there as well. Um, and I just really challenge people not to be inspired by Heritage Open Days, and, and also to sort of maybe be surprised. There is just so much variety. Um, there must be something for everybody out there. So as well as organisations like Culture Vannin or businesses like Fenodri, there are those really wonderful individuals who are giving up their time um, to share their stories. If you're internet savvy, you just need to go to the manxnationalheritage.im website and click on the What's On tab, and then that will take you to the Heritage Open Days programme. If you're not able to get onto the internet, then you can phone our helpline, and the helpline is 648091.
we actually do have a number of drop-in um, activities as well where you don't need to book. So there's about six or seven different drop-in exhibitions around the island. We've got an open day at Jerby Transport Museum. We've got not just Jam in Jerusalem, which is a WI exhibition down with the Russian Heritage Trust, Molly Green's Cottage in Onken. Um, the wonderful archives public record office is open so you can go there and see behind the scenes that's a good drop-in option to meet the trammers um, down on douglas prom and also the manx transport heritage museum in peel have a drop-in sessions kirsty neat head of professional services at manx national heritage and that brings us to the end of this edition of Shachle. Now, from me, Och Nishvum Fiona McCardle, Sledden Liu.